the Yak Babies. Sex, Presidents, and Sometimes Books. Welcome to Yak Babies, the only podcast on the internet sponsored by the incredible sex belt, Buckle Up for Sex. My name's Aaron, here are my personal pals, Dave. Hi, boys. We have Brick. Hi. <laughs> calling from Old Ireland, we have Old Irish Nico. What does the belt do? Why do you need, why do you need uh, it? Promises incredible sex. I don't know. Just in uh, case you have to you, wear it during sex. Just in case you fall off, it's like you, you get belayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. You're attached to your partner. It's no like a harness. <laughs> Yeah, which does seem like a like a almost like a death pact. I guess if you were to fall and like hurt yourself, you'd also be hurting your partner. Even if I fall unconscious, we're gonna finish this. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not abandon the act. Sex belts aside, uh, this episode is so. Uh, uh, this was a, a topic that sort of came from two different angles. We've been doing a series called Canard Canon for a while, where we revisited classics that were in the western literary canon and reread them with modern eyes and wondered if they are worthy of being included in that canon or if not to be shot out of a canon into poseidon's mouth who would then eat it and shit it out we only ever shot one book into poseidon's mouth and it was 1984 by george Orwell, which is again insane. I mean, we've, we've moved on from the seafaring era now we could probably shoot it somewhere else what's the god of uh, oh yeah that, that's that's been open discussion for sure yeah. is where do we want to shoot this so I think the problem that I started to, to feel with the canon or canon segment was that I was never going to vote for not canon, I guess, is mm, part of my problem. Coward. Yeah, because I'm a coward. And I liked all the books. Like, they're all good. So I started thinking about how to reapproach it. And then Brick had a suggestion for a topic about which books from the 21st century do you think would last or sort of have staying power for the 22nd century? You know, what kind of would be the sort of the books we remember or treasure from that time span, assuming the world still exists, which it won't. So we combined them into a pilot for the new Canon or Canon, Canon or Canon Reloaded, where we're going to propose texts that might be in the new Canon and then read them now and see if they should be. Or if not, then we'll decide to do with them uh, where we want to shoot them from this new Canon uh, into whose who's mouth or, or whatever's mouth. Who knows? Maybe not even a mouth. Maybe it's something else, some other body part. So we'll discuss all that as we go through. So I asked the personal pals to come up with a list of books from the you know recent I, I, there was no sort of timeless stipulation but like you know past couple of years or so dipping in 20th century is fine but what mostly wanted to find books that aren't reading list books that aren't on in the can necessarily uh that would be worthy of, of revisiting or visiting for the first time a lot of my books i think maybe all of them i've wrote down here uh, are, are books i've never read before so i'm just curious to see what the pals have to say what i want to do if we can is do this like in a circle Ron robin so we each yeah we each mention one uh and mention why you put it on your list what you think about it uh if you've read it before or if everyone has read it before that kind of thing i'll go first my first entry on the new possible new canon canon or canon reloaded is the road by Cormac mccarthy oh, are we playing categories i've never rules? read what's that if, if we both had it, it doesn't count <laughs> oh i think we both have it does count i think we should definitely like highlight it then if we both had it i did too did you put that as well yep. yeah um has anyone read the road i think nico you have right I have. yeah yeah brick you have mm-hmm. dave mm-hmm Okay, so half and half. I put it on because I feel like it's the book that gets mentioned the most as like like best books of the past twenty years or so. I feel like it's on all those lists. Everyone talks about the road. Mm. And have you not read it? No, I have not. Uh, and I would I would like to. Um, this is a good occasion to do that. Just curiosity, Brick Nico. Since you guys have read it, would you do you think it deserves? Oh wow! Thumbs down <laughs> from Nico. Yeah. Okay. Tell us quickly. Tell us why. 
I, I don't I don't remember remember it very clearly. It's probably been ten years since I've read it, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. But I remember being disappointed by it, and and my hmm. feeling being like, this is what everybody was talking about for so long. <laughs> like it's kind of exactly what you think it is. It's a father and hmm. kid, like trying to survive post apocalypse. It's like that's it, right? So hyped up yeah. didn't meet the hype for you. Uh, yeah, Nico's- Nico's not wrong. Just I so the way my approach to my list was not books that I think should be in the canon. It was books that I think will be. Oh, okay, interesting. I did like The Road. I don't think it's as good as everyone that gushes over it says it is. I think it's stylistically interesting, but borders on being annoying. Because hmm. okay. there's a lot. It's very. There's a lot of short writing. There's a lot of missing punctuation and and, and all that going on. It was kind of the, right. the opposite of what you might expect from Cormac McCarthy because uh, was it all the pretty no Blood Meridian. What was the one that just went on fucking forever? Blood Meridian, right? I don't think the Blood. The, I don't think that's that that long. It's like less. Than no, not no, 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 not the length of the book, but like it just had like that was the one that had like oh. paragraph long sentences and shit, right? No. Yeah. So no. the road is like almost the exact opposite. Mm. Okay. And the book's real short. The book's like 130 pages or something. But it's real dark, and I think it was – I think now it sort of falls into a sort of wash of post-apocalypse because we live in one. So right. everything since 2008 has been a post-apocalyptic – You know, it's like a, one of the most dominant sci-fi fantasy genres now. When The Road yeah. came out, not so much, right? It was like right. somewhere between – Mad Max and every Hollywood movie of the 2010s, right? So I don't even know when this book came out. My guess is it's sometime in the aughts. 2010 or 11, something like yeah, that? Okay. I say, yeah, okay. So I, I, I think it's... Came out in 2006. Yeah, so wow, it's okay. on the it's on the crest of that wave, which is, I think, part of the reason it will be... I think that and its, it's sort of literariness, whether you like it or not, is going to keep people going back to it before they go back to you know the maze runner or other like ya stuff that that uses a similar aesthetic right yeah that makes plus sense. he's a name that has clout yeah as i say Cormac mccarthy is an old established writer so that helps too all right we're definitely doing that for sure good dave what's one a book that you chose for this possible new canon i chose white teeth oh or in parentheses maybe something she writes <laughs> in the future but something zadie <laughs> smith right I, also, white teeth also had white in teeth. January of 2000, so just yeah, snuck totally in. Counts. It's not even my favorite. I think I would reread NW before I read White Teeth, but huh. it feels like that's the one that has maybe has the most staying power. Partly yeah, because white of the her, most legs. Yeah, I think partly because of her age when it came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she's like 19, something like that, right? 17. Yeah, 17. Yeah, right. Who's read White Teeth? It's on my list too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think I've never actually read it. I think I haven't read it. So that'll be a first one time for me as well. We read it. We'll definitely do that. We read it in maybe, I don't know if anybody in my class, I read it at Emerson. I might reread mm-hmm. that. I don't think I did. Yeah, that's that's perfect. That's great. Good. Brick, what about you? Well, White Teeth was on my list. How, how long are your guys' list? I've got like six or seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe five. I'm going to save the controversial ones for the end. How's that? Okay, great. Firestarter. <laughs> Not that controversial. Um, <laughs> how about, about die? Uh, the Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde. Yeah, yes. Mildly controversial. I would Mildly say. controversial since, since he got me too. Since me too. 
uh, which yeah, is totally. maybe part of the reason to keep reading the book or maybe part of the reason to leave them off the list, depending on how you want to think of how these books are approached, right? So yeah, a very, at the time, influential or at least like talked about book yeah, written from like not only a non-dominant cultural perspective, but also, you know, it's, it's almost like a, like a catcher in the rye for a new century kind of situation. So it was a very good book. I don't, my one gripe with that book is that short story from the New Yorker that they sh- pushed in there, Wildwood or whatever, didn't belong in that book. Mm-hmm. And that, that was an unfortunate mistake. But beyond that, it was very good. It's a book about a kind of fat, slobby teenage nerd from the Dominican Republic that jerks off too much, you know? Um, and it's a, it's a very good book, despite him being a very bad person. So he's not an Edgelord. I don't think so. I don't think he could keep it past the pot plant. <laughs> Who's read Oscar Wow? Yeah. Nope. Nico, you haven't? No. Dave. Neither. Okay, good. They're two for two. Has? Also a short book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Perfect. Let's do that as well. Nico, your turn. So my next one is Cavalier and Clay. Yeah, that's great. For kind of the same reason as White Teeth, they were the two books that uh, I kind of thought of first as books that were considered like important and got and got mm-hmm. a lot of press and that I actually liked. <laughs> Usually when those books come along, I feel like they get so overhyped that that by the time I read them, it's it's disappointing to a little bit at least. So, yeah. Gathering Clear is a great example of that because that's a book that was hyped to no end for me. Yeah. And then I read it. And I was like, oh, this is great. This is so good. Yeah. And it's it. the exact same thing you're describing is that it just pays off and the hype made sense. So that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good pick. Have we all read that? Yep. Dave hasn't. Okay, good. It's a great book. Yes, perfect. That was that was a good one. Uh, let's see. Back to my list. My next pick is Gilead by Marilyn Robinson, which I've never read uh, and know very little about, actually. Huh. But people seem to love it. Has anyone read Gilead? No. Nope. I think it's a novel... Like about it's like a father and son novel and it's told through letters I think or it's epistolary maybe or something like that. Don't know hundred percent about that, but all I see is people hyping it. So I think we should check it out. Okay. Cool. Dave. Maybe in that same vein, the Goldfinch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donna Tart. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Did not read it. Has anyone read it? I did. No. You did. I liked it. Brick. Give some thoughts. Okay. You liked it. Yeah. She's. A, she's. A, did you see the movie? I did not see the movie. She's a good writer. I don't. I don't know if she's a good writer beyond being a good writer. Like, I, I don't know if people are going to give a fuck about that book in a hundred years. You, you know what I mean? Like mm. same with, I, I like the secret history, which was, I read the goldfish because I like the secret history, which is her book prior. And they're both like good, enjoyable books, pretty well written, good examples of, of literary fiction. That's not annoying, mm. mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if they have the staying power to, there's nothing like tremendously special about them besides they're just being good, right. good books, you know, Gotcha. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm up for that. That sounds good. Brick on to you. Middlesex by Jeffrey Eugenity. Mm, interesting. We read that for grad school, mm-hmm. I think, right? Yep. Uh, I definitely have read it at least. I'm pretty sure it was for that novel class. Mm-hmm. Um, why'd you put it on the list? Very well written. Tackles sexual and gender identity when that was still maybe a slightly risky thing to be tackling in a in a more high profile book. Yeah. I really just liked that book. Uh, he, you know, I, he's probably written more books since then because he's a good writer that I just kind of forgot about until just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Virgin, that, Virgin uh, Suicides is also a really, really good book. So, right, we'll look into that. Nico, you read the follow up to that, didn't you? For the for the mm-hmm. website, 
Me? Or maybe not. Yeah, didn't you? I thought you did. I, I read it. What was the follow-up? It's like a melodrama. Like oh, the marriage plot? Marriage plot, yeah. That's right. Okay. Maybe. I think, I think Eric see. Markowski wrote that. Read that. That's right, Eric. Uh, okay. Or, yeah. or read it. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Eugenides is a weird-looking dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that... Is that it? Is that, are those the three... Oh, no. He's... I yeah, those are his three books. Three novels, anyway. Middlesex, The Marriage Plot, The Burn, Suicide. No, he wrote a book called Fresh Complaint in 2017. Those are story collections. Those are his three novels. Oh, that's a story collection? Yeah. Yeah, the beginning to revisit. I'm curious. Now that I uh, now that I just see. started rattling that off, though, I think The Virgin Suicide is probably better, a better book with more staying power. I would enjoy reading that. I'd never read The Virgin Suicides. I'd be curious to see how Middlesex holds up. I wonder... Yeah, me too. ...how it's, how it's gender politics uh, feel in 2022 i'm changing my answer yeah, to, the vir- to the virgin suicides though. so <laughs> okay because the virgin suicides one is a good book and two the best maybe the only example i can think of of a very good book written in the first person plural mm. Mm, right yeah which is totally. which is which separates it from from others so yeah i'm gonna change my answer to the Virgin suicides by jeffrey Dundy, so he still gets <laughs> his credit canon twist good nico back to you all right so i'm out of books that were <laughs> that were popular or or uh uh highly regarded so my next one is the sisters brothers oh yeah yeah which a, which i liked Dave. yeah uh did not get a lot of liked it yeah yeah did not get a lot of praise did not get a lot of critical acclaim but i think it's uh it's one of those books that is kind of looks simple and has a lot of depth to it which which is difficult to do Mm-hmm. And rare. Yeah. That's the, I'm the lone holdout on Sisters Brothers. I haven't read it. So well, that'd be good for me to read too. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, time. Fun. It's a good book. Well, are we, Finally. I mean, do we feel like that book has a chance to be in the canon? Are we just like, are we talking about books that we feel like will be read in a hundred years or are mm. we including books that's that the think should be read? Like, you know, if we, if the four of us do our job, people would be reading last night, the lobster and, <laughs> 21 22 but you know that's not gonna happen well i think that's part of the discussion and the episode would, would be then do we think this actually has canon legs like could this do you think it'll fit and i have some on here that i, I think the answer is definitely no i would need to read Sister but i'm Brothers curious again to, to mm-hmm. answer that question yeah yeah I, I did a few I think, that were kind of that it's a dark horse for sure oh yeah i i did a few that that i thought would be on a general canon list and it's just dark here and then the rest are just books that I think should be. So who knows? That can be part of the debate is whether whether they should be. I think whether they will is a less interesting question. Well, because that was possible to know. Okay, so my next one is Wolf Hall by Hilary Mantle, a okay. book that I just resist wanting to read. God, I tried it. I tried it a few times. I don't know. Yeah, has, it, has anyone read it? I tried. Didn't no. get very far. It was fucking dry. What is, is it? Is it like a historical? It's like a historical it's fiction like historical set novels, in one right? of the one of the British kingdoms before they, you know, in like the fourteen hundreds or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. People just talk about how it's like the apex of historical fiction. It's like the best historical fiction ever. So, um, so dry. And and I don't want to read it, but I think we should. Uh, it seems like it's it's definitely got canon canon tuned. But uh, it's, yeah, not it's being, probably good if you get into it. I, I tried a few times. I never got very far. It was just very dry. And also, like, not super interested in historical fiction at all, let alone that time period. But 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the third one came out, like last year or maybe the year before, people were edgelording all over it. Um, so from from which, the purely like, will will this be on the list in a hundred years? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, totally. Dave, I'm not going to suggest that we read more George Saunders, but you know he feels like a writer who is going <laughs> to make it into the next century. And for a specific title, um, I guess I would say Bardo, just because it feels like novel has a better chance of. Civil War land a bad decline. Yeah, I mean you could we could debate which is, you know, our the best or our favorite story collection, but yeah. you know, the novel the fact that Bardo is a novel, it feels like that's the best candidate or the most likely candidate. Yeah, when I was making my list last night I thought about Bardo and, and thought about it as like like we've already started Canon or Canon reloaded with the Bardo because it does sort of seem like the a likely candidate for that. Oh, we have to issue a remaster. Yeah, right. Spatial audio. But it's also as it's maybe even more about Saunders himself than about that specific book. Right? It just yeah, seems like, like you gotta pick one of his. Yeah, it seems like totally he would end up there. But Brick's point is interesting about choosing a story collection instead, uh, which makes me think are there any story collections that show up in the canon mm-hmm. that aren't just like big chunky collections of like American short stories or whatever? Like any specific like Coach of Chicago like current or something like that. Current or for what we're doing now. Period. Have you ever uh, had someone assigned to you a story collection in a literature class? The things that was meant the things to be they like, carried. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. That's mm. the one. That's like getting any others linked, right? Yeah, kind sort of, of. Yeah. linked by it's Vietnam, kind of... but most of the characters aren't shared. I think there's a couple stories that do. Okay, it's been, it's like been, a, it's been a while. Maybe? Dubliners, it's so it's twentieth yeah. century. Yeah, as far as twenty first um, century, maybe that a visit from the Goon Squad book, which yeah. is. Uh, it's presented as a novel, but it, you know, it's it's stories. It's just packaged as a novel. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. That'd be maybe bookmark that for future canon to canon reloaded. Brick Atonement by Ian McEwan. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Noted Yak Baby favorite slash not favorite. Not not actually <laughs> controversial figure in the Yak Baby's years. Yeah, not actually my favorite of his books, but I it I think it probably deserves to be his most famous book. You know what I mean? So, um, like, it's a good book. The sort of twist of it ended up being a little bit forward thinking for for the for the decade that followed. Mm-hmm. So he he sort of, I don't know if he stumbled into that or what, but I, I think thematically it'll stick around. It's a very well written book, and it already has a lot of just sort of cultural like anyone who knows Ian McEwan, that's the first book they're going to mention. So right. Whether, you know, if he keeps driving his career into the ground with fucking books about lobsters who are also Robin Hood, then, like, maybe we won't. <laughs> maybe we won't. I was going to say, we're going to note the, the lack of a horrible wedged in metaphor in this book. Yeah. Uh, it's a good book. It's very sound in its construction. It's well written. It has good characters. They're very unlikable, but also mm-hmm. well done. It's, it's honestly, it's worth a reread. It, it would be hard, okay. it would be hard to make this list without that book on it. Is anyone besides Brick Red Atonement? No. Okay. There's also right. a movie. It's all right. It's fine. Right. Uh, Nico. Well, since we're talking about stories, the, my last couple I dug into the old C4 archives. So the mm. one of the collections of stories that I still remember that was one of the only collections of stories that I that I really liked over the C4 time. It's called the Imperfectionists, and there they are linked stories about a about a people that work at an international newspaper in Rome and mm. i think each story kind of follows a different person at the paper but they kind of see each other around and they they interact a little bit and i just think it was really 
well done, hmm. kind of simple stories about that that you guys would probably like that are just you know character moments that are not uh, not not a lot of flashy plot or anything, but but uh, but really well done. And who's the author? Tom Rockman. Okay, never heard of this book or that person. No, sounds good. Interesting. Um, has anyone read it besides Nico? Mm-mm. No, okay, great. Back over to myself. My next one is Black Hole by Charles Burns. This is a graphic novel um, that is uh, celebrated. It's about, it's sort of like a sci-fi, not really sci-fi, it's sort of like sci-fi horror-ish, I guess, in the sense that it's about um, teenagers and there's this STD going around that like causes you to be mutated, basically. It's like a beloved graphic novel charles burns is a, a legendary like underground or like indie cartoonist it's like on the level of like watchman in terms of like you must read if you like comics you must read black hole um i've never read black hole i've had it for a long time it's been semi shelf forever i've never actually read the whole thing so i want to read it finally i think we would all uh enjoy it. and it's also a comic that is contained right it's like you know one big graphic novel you can read it in a chunk and that's it so that's my choice for hmm. for that Dave. I feel like we should include a 9-11 novel. Hmm. I haven't read that many, and the ones that kind of address it directly that I've read, I feel are, are not real good. But there are a couple that are sort of indirectly about it that I really enjoyed and think could last. Netherland by Joseph O'Neill and Let the Great World Spin by the hmm. by the Me Too'd Colin McCann. Oh, right. Hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed... Uh, Netherland, I thought it was a good book, mm. uh, but it's been a while since I read it, so it'd be good, fun to revisit that. I never, I read, never read. I read the McCann book, and I don't remember a single thing about it. Hmm. Nico, where are you in these two selections? I'm read either. There was also the Fran- okay. the Franzen book. Which one? Freedom. It was about oh. it was about post nine eleven, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was fine. There was a Don DeLillo book, Falling Man, too, which was not great. Was that Cosmopolis? Falling Man was uh, one about nine eleven, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, cool. Those are good. Brick. Infinite Jest. Oh, <laughs> okay. <fuck. Well. laughs> Which I have. I, I mean, it just I haven't even I haven't read it. I've tried. Three, two, one. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a zero percent chance all four of us read that book. I'm not. Well, I'm, I don't. I don't want to read it either. But I think it would be on the. It's a book they're still going to talk about in hundred years. Yeah, I would argue it's almost already there. Yeah. But yeah, man, I sh- that would be good. Good motivation to tackle it, but. Uh, no, we'll do that one. We'll read that the Wikipedia be... and then decide if the Wikipedia entry should go into the canon. I feel like Eric's description of it, because Eric read it and his review of it was really good. He did it on the, on the podcast like year and, you know, the old version of the podcast years ago. Um, his description and review was really good. So we can just bring that back up and say, <laughs> we agree with Eric. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to read that book. You so you guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nico, what you got? My last one is a is kind of a weird pick, but it's called The Dream of Perpetual Motion. It was a mm, I've heard of this. book that it's like a weird kind of surreal sci-fi book that I that I really liked. That I still remember okay. like little bits of. So Okay. Who's the author? Dexter Palmer. Mm, okay. Interesting. My next option is this one's I don't know if this one actually work or not. It's actually hard to define what the work is. Um it's the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen by Alan Moore and Kevin O'Neill, which is a multi-volume mm. comic that's like the Justice League, but with characters from literature. So the first arc or the first volume was 
uh, Mina Harker from Dracula and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the Invisible Man, Captain Nemo, what's his face, um, Alan Quartermain, all teaming up to fight. I can't remember who the bag is. I think maybe it's a uh, it's um Moriarty. I think from Sherlock Holmes. And the idea was like Matt Almore took all these characters who were in public domain and just started fucking with them and to see what happens. The first first volume. I loved. I never finished the second volume, and then there's there's been so much since then. Uh, so I'm not sure we actually could read it all. I might have to pick the first two volumes just like that and read those. But I feel like this is going to be it's going to last for sure. People are going to talk about League for a long time. It's going to be the most dense or complex comics work of the 21st They're century. They're not going to talk about is the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, God, the movie's awful. God, what a horrible failure. But the comics are great, and Kevin O'Neill's art is so good. He's a treasure. So that might be one worth looking at. I do have. Uh, I have like a volume that has the first two uh, chapters in it, the first two sort of uh, big volumes. So maybe we could do that. Uh, I'll have to look into this and see what the what the most palatable version would be. But that's an interesting one for sure. Dave, I'm out after that two for one. Hmm. You blew your wad, mm-hmm. Brick. Uh, I have I have two left and they both have asterisks. Okay. So one I guess is because it wouldn't really be canon, but just a book that'll be around, maybe similar to Extraordinary Gentlemen. Books that'll be around are Harry Potter. Hmm. It's just going to be so, but that's not really, you know, you don't really consider most kids, there's kids books from the 1800s that are still around. We don't really consider them canon. So that's maybe, yeah, maybe a side story. I talk about Hunger Games too, for the same reason, but also for the same reason was like, mm-hmm. well, it's kind of, it's a, a already there and B like, it's not going to be like canon necessarily. It's like, just, no. yeah, it's not. No. And, and Harry Potter's 16 fl- floors up the tower from, from Hunger Games, but yeah, right. So my last one is a book that's going to have some controversy because I know Nico hates it, and I also didn't like it. But it is Ready Player One. Oh, Fuck off! It's, it's, already there. <laughs> <laughs> it's already there. Listeners From accentuated the by the fact that Nico is totally in darkness. Yeah, like we're just just sitting in the, in the fucking <laughs> we cannot see the him. Blackness. He just, just <laughs> bodiless voice saying and, "fuck yeah. off." Yeah, and now. And now my 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 mind has descended into darkness as well. The stygian darkness <laughs> is all around me. It was not. Do I, you really think that'll be in the canon, Brick? Yes. Why? Really? Because people love it, and when the metaverse either succeeds no. or fails, it's going to be the thing that they come back to as the as the story about it. And there's there's plenty of mediocre book from the sixth. It's it's going to be the same. It's going to be a book. It's going to be the sci-fi book that sticks around. No, even hmm. I'm no, telling it's you, it, 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 it's on like every fucking reading list in high schools. Every single one, the, constantly. But the is it really? Yeah. Wow. Ugh. Right. So kids, God kids, kids it. are reading it, and they're probably liking it because they like Fortnite. So they're going to remember it. That that book's going to stick around, and it is not good. Don't get me wrong. I did not like it. I did not hate it nearly as much as Nico did. But like people know that book, they talk about it constantly. They're making a second movie. But it's what? Gonna st- I mean, what? What besides like the fact that they have a virtual reality thing? Like, what about that book is is worth even I having have, a discussion I, about? I have no idea. But they're doing it. They're teaching it in schools. People talk about it all the time. That book doesn't go away. People like it. I mean, it definitely says something about our current times and what how we use media and you know references uh, and the importance of like a certain kind of cultural literacy yeah but but all of those themes are better handled in in better books like snow crash or william gibson or all of those things that came before that predicted that online uh thing before it existed Yep, hmm. probably true. Rather, but those aren't the ones people are reading in school anymore. 
That's interesting. All right. Controversial, certainly. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Nico, you said you were done, right? Yeah. I'm done okay. in more ways than one now. <laughs> <laughs> My last one is also kind of a asterisk. I threw this on there because it, I see it. It's another comic or another, another graphic novel. I see it in every bookstore. I've seen it on every list. People talk about this this graphic novel constantly it's called my favorite thing is monsters by emo ferris um or emil i'm not sure how to pronounce the first name it looks pretty good but i've never picked it up um i've kind of resisted it i think it might be maybe something i'll explore my own and then bring it to the personal palace as a possible group read uh but maybe not for canon or canon reloaded but it just like it's always up there on the list of best graphic novels of 20th century or 21st century rather so that's why i put it there yeah i think i need to do some more investigating about it first it looks amazing uh but we'll see what actually how it holds up or, or what it does for us um okay good good list i think we have some good, good options here for sure we'll organize our list separately you know on our google uh form whatever and figure out what's gonna be but i feel like we got some good contenders for sure yeah. for a new series this is very exciting uh, and lots of books that I haven't read that I'll be able to cross off and say I have read them so that I can pretend like I actually do read. Or you definitively <laughs> will not. <laughs> I want to read Infinite Jess. I'm just probably not going to do it for the podcast. No. Not at all. And you said you weren't either, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you have suggestions for us, the things you want us to tackle, I know uh, I've talked to some of you who do have suggestions. Please tell us on Twitter at Yakababies or email us at yakbabiespodcast at gmail.com so we can get those suggestions and add to our potential canon list. Canon or canon 2 reloaded. Oh, we didn't discuss who we're going to fire the... Well, we'll discuss that later. We, can, we, have to, we have to brainstorm this. So we'll get you the details on the new canon later on. While you're doing that, also check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash yakbabies, where you can get access to our bonus podcast. There's a separate podcast out there. It's like a shadow dimension where all the stuff you hear on the normal feed is filtered through a lens of psychosis uh you get games there bro to bro conversations a whole multi-hour tournament about candy halloween candy specifically there's a real intense breakdown of ghost jokes that that may have ruptured the world and lots of other fun stories and things happening there so go check it out on patreon for one dollar a month you can get access to all that and of course our bitly.com slash store where you can get our merch there are t-shirts and posters with designs by brick they're all very funny dave's wearing one in the podcast right now about our Snack Babies episode, which is also on the pod, uh, the Patreon. So there's tons of good stuff that's fun there. Check it out. Until then, Yak Babies, yakking off. The Yak Babies would like to thank all their loyal listeners, and especially their patrons, both past and present, including Michael, Bonnie, Sebastian, David, Roger, Kathleen, Bailey, Andrew, and William Howard Taft. Oh.